This program was first broadcast on Canterbury's access media station, Plains FM, and was made with the assistance of New Zealand On Air. And I'm Mina, and we're from Tangata Tumutu Trust. And you're listening to Pallyhood! <laughs> <laughs> Warm Pacific greetings and a massive kia ora to each and every one of you. Whatever corner of this globe you're tuning in from, I'd like to wish you a happy new year's. 96.9 Plains FM, you're here with Sam and Sefa, here to take you into the weekend 2022. Man. Yeah. Oh. We are going to be taking people into the new year. Mm. <laughs> 31st. We're sitting on at the moment. In a, a few hours, we will be celebrating a brand new year. As a kid, what do you remember about celebrating New Year, Sam? Oh, I remember uh, going to church um, at about 10 o'clock uh, to have that New Year service. Um, and then after that, it would just be a barbecue, normally at the groins. Yeah, just a catch-up. Sometimes it was like the church would put something on, eh? It was just generally uh, catch-ups with the family and and uh, just, yeah, continuing on, continuing, continuing, can I English? Continuing on the food coma that was Christmas. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fine, isn't, it, isn't it funny how, like, Polly, the last week's Polyhood show was Christmas Eve and mm. tonight... Uh, this evening, our Polyhood show is the New Year's Eve. <laughs> mm. Heading into okay. New Year's. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I'm going to say that I was pretty much the same. For New Year's, we would go to church and we'll wait it out um, until it was 12 o'clock. Well, some family would. Some of our family would stay at home and we'd wait for... If, uh, some years I stayed at home and we'd just wait for the others to get home from church. But it was kind of like that right up until 12 and there was a special service where there were songs, carols, and um, people go up and do their mulimau for the year, mm. uh, which is mulimau is kind of like their testimony for the year. Mm. And yeah, it was, it's such a fun and cool tradition to do. Uh, not sure if we're doing it at church with uh, the whole COVID thing. Um, yeah. Do you remember growing up and going to that service at PRC when it used to be on the corner Cashel Madras? And then just you're looking at the clock on the, you know, the clock on the side uh, in yep. church. And then you're like, oh, it's almost midnight. And then we'll all be in church. But then outside you'd hear people doing the countdown. You're like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> you, we, you nev- we never got to do the countdown, right? Yeah. Because we'd always be in. And then, um, yeah, at the end of the service, uh, they'd be like, oh, yeah. yeah, we'd all like um, say Happy New Year to everyone. But I always remember sitting in church and just, um, hearing the countdown from outside um, whilst we're inside. Mm, yeah. And I love the Cashel Street Church. Mm, I miss it so much. Know, 
the Cashel PIC had this beautiful church on Cashel Street. Then it got damaged showing, firstly it got damaged by fire, then the earthquake came and the finished them to our church. And yeah. Um, yeah, it just, it was so beautiful. But we've got a new church on Fitz Stewart Ave, but mm. unfortunately that just does not stack up to the old church. Yeah, it just doesn't have that character. Yeah. yeah. It doesn't have that ultimate feeling to this going to this church. Doesn't have like really small stairs where you're always afraid of falling <laughs> when you're going up there. <laughs> the oh, spiral stairs. Up the spiral stairs to get to the second floor. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah. And uh yeah, I wish I wish we still had our old church to be honest. Mm. But we got yeah. a new one now. We got a new one. Times are changing. Uh, anyway, on to Upu of the week, Sam. Uh, this week's Upu is full. So speaking about new things, new years, new church, uh, this week's Upu of the week is full. Uh, full in New Zealand is, uh, New Zealand in Southland is uh, new. So, uh, yeah, for New Year's, uh, you would say, Manuele Tausanga Fou, which means, um, you know, blessings upon uh, you in the new year. Tell something of fall. Yeah, so new, fall. We're going to go into the break with Chamor Jam featuring Pacific Soul. Tama Mai Samoa. I love this song. This is so good. Tama Mai Samoa. Chamor Jam featuring Pacific Soul. You're listening to Polyhood on Plenty Fame. Tama Mai Samoa. Say yo, best of my fire. Loma na lao fear, fear tele. Now my lava my ilevalele. Open your heart, it's so much better than being down. Open your mind, let your love shine all round and round. Open your heart, it's so much better than being down. Open your mind, let your love shine all round and round. Open, why else? 
And we're back uh, as we're talking about heading into the New Year's. Uh, we were talking about uh, what me and Joe Sefer would do uh, during the New Year's. Uh, growing up, would always go to church. I would always sit in church and uh, listen to uh, the countdown happening outside. And that sort of became um, our tradition, AJ. Mm-hmm. And then heading over to the next day, uh, barbecue at groins was normally the, the go-to place or kitchen all families. But here we're going to talk about um, nine New Year's traditions uh, from other cultures around the world. And some of these are actually, all of these are actually really interesting. I want to kick things off with uh, the New Year's tradition uh, in Spain. And uh, in Spain, it is customary to eat 12 grapes, one at each stroke of the clock at midnight on New Year's Eve. Each grape represents good luck uh, for one month of the coming year. In bigger cities like Madrid and Barcelona, people gather in main squares to eat their grapes together and pass around bottles of, I'm going to say cava? Sava. It's spelled C-A-V-A, but what a cool tradition. 12 grapes that bless every month of the new year. Uh, should we just do that? Let's pretend that we're in Spain this year, Sam. Yeah, and instead of 12 grapes, it could be like maybe 12 chicken nuggets. <laughs> <laughs> and yes, in less than six hours, it is going to be uh, 2022. We need to choose from these nine cultures what we would like to do. Mm. Do you know what they do in Colombia? Oh, what, are they, what are they doing in Colombia, man? <laughs> in hopes of a travel-filled New Year, which will be good for us, mm. hopefully when borders open and restrictions are finally dropped, residents of Colombia carry empty suitcases around the block. That's one New Year's tradition that I would like to go get behind. Like, say, basically um, carrying the empty suitcases around is uh, trying to bring on the blessing of travel. Colombia, I would, I could imagine all of Colombia doing this, especially because, like, if please, if, if you're listening, you're from Colombia, can you please all get behind this? Because we need to do a lot of traveling, <laughs> especially for the restrictions. I really um, need to go to Japan. I need to. Yeah, I need. We need to go back, dear G. We need to go back. Yeah. This next one's really cool from Denmark. Residents in Denmark greet the new year by throwing old plates and glasses against the doors of family and friends to banish bad spirits. And uh, they also stand on chairs and jump off and jump off and jump off of them together at midnight to leap into the to leap into January in hopes of good luck. How cool would it be to just grab your plates and glasses and just head over to your brother's house or your mum and dad's house and just hurl them at the front door? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I can't imagine doing that and then my mom coming out and hurling her candle at my forehead. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Can, um, that's such a cool tradition. Mm. Also, they'll be like, what are my parents will be like, why are you wasting the plates and glasses? Exactly. Come and pick this up right now. Mm. <laughs> um in Finland, this is this is a cool one too. In Finland, people predict the coming year by casting molten tin into a container of water, then interpreting the shape the metal takes after hardening. A heart or ring means a wedding, while a ship predicts travel, and a pig declares there will be plenty of food. So, um, I would like all three of those. Yeah. Yeah. I would Imagine first like to know where we could get molten tin from. 
<laughs> yeah, it's just heated metal, I guess. And yeah, just casting it into the water. You need to find a furnace, something uh, hot enough uh, to do that. So uh, I would try and hard out predict it. Like, oh, I think it's a pig on a ship wearing a hat. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Um, the sixth one from Panama to drive off evil spirits for a fresh New Year started its tradition to burn effigies of well-known people such as television characters and political figures in Panama. Uh, the effigies are uh, meant to represent the old year. Am I pronouncing that correctly? Yep, effigies. Yeah, so driving off, yeah, burning those spirits to welcome in. A lot of the New Year traditions is about that, just leaving whatever happened in that year behind eh? and just mm. starting the new year fresh whatever grudges you have and stuff like that, try and start a new one. I remember 2020 going into 2021 and we were talking about leaving COVID in 2020. Oh, how wrong were we? But it came. It followed us into it the new It followed year. us. In fact, the new strand came. Oh, my gosh. New strand, new year. Delta, as well as the new one. which Strand I full. Uh, in Scotland, during Scotland's New Year's Eve celebration of, and I forgive me, Jack. Jack is my Scottish friend. Jack and Muzz. Um, in their celebration of Hogmanay, first footing, otherwise known as first footing, is practiced across the country. The first person who crosses the threshold of a home in the new year should carry a gift of luck. Scots also hold bonfire ceremonies where people parade while swinging giant fireballs and poles, supposedly symbols of the sun to purify the coming year. Oh, yeah. Um, one of my, the wedding that I attended, uh, mm. unfortunately it was only allowed to be a maximum of 50 people. Um, Scooby, shout out to you, your beautiful wife, uh, Anna. Uh, Anna's from Russia. He's Scooby's from Ireland. So the, uh, his friends, the friends that came were just um, Irish and, and Scottish people mm. that came along to the wedding. And uh, one of the guys, Muzz, was wearing his um, kilt. And man, did I learn a lot about the uh, the ancestry, not ancestry, but the tradition. So there's a lot there including what's called the shadow blade but ask me about that later oh man i want to ask you about that now but yeah i feel like it'll go off for too long uh <laughs> the philippines you'll find round shapes all over the philippines on new year's eve as representatives of coins to symbolize prosperity in the coming year many families display piles of fruit on their dining tables and some eat exactly 12 round fruits grapes being the most common um at midnight so many also wear Poker dots for luck. So sort of similar to Spain, eh? With the 12 fruits. Yeah, 12 fruits. Um, that's cool. The polka dots for luck. Mm. I like polka dots. I do too. Yeah, the Philippines is one place that I would like to go visit. Oh my gosh, there's so many places I'd like to visit. <laughs> How good are the Philippine bakeries here in Christchurch? Oh, they're the so food. good. But, there's oh, one at Church Corner. And there's oh, the donut one. And there's um, one on Lincoln Road. They do keto. They do keto. And there's one on um, on the 
Papa Nui Road. That that's one's the, ultimate as well. I have to check that one out. Yeah, they do really nice sausage rolls, the pies, the custard donuts. It's really good food. See, see. Oh, the Philippines, eh? In Brazil, as well as other Central and South American countries like Ecuador and Bolivia, as well as Venezuela, it is thought to be lucky to wear special underwear on New Year's Eve. The most popular colours are red, thought to bring love in the new year, and yellow through and yellow undies is thought to bring money. Ooh. <laughs> I might have to wear both red and yellow. <laughs> <laughs> red underwear night, is it? <laughs> yellow underwear night, eh? <laughs> some of these um some of these traditions have been uh, so cool. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, they're the underwear ones, I didn't expect that one to be Brazil's tradition. I don't know what I expected yeah. it to be, but I definitely did not expect it to be that one. Um, <laughs> our final tradition from Greece. Um, an onion is traditionally hung on the front door of homes at New Year's Eve. Uh, even in Greece, as a symbol of rebirth in the new year. On New Year's Day, parents wake their children by tapping them on the head with onions. Man. I did not know that they would hang onions from doors. Ooh, I wonder what the onions... Re- oh, yes. Uh, what do the onions represent, eh? Maybe oh. the peels of onions. Mm. You know, when you like peel off a new layer, there's like a new thing. I don't know. Yeah. Oh, sorry. I, I was just listening to that again. Uh, the onion is a symbol of rebirth. Mm. So, yeah, I think it has something to do with like different <laughs> layers of onions, right? Yep. Shrew, yeah. Shrek. Are there any other traditions Shrek. like from the Pacific that you know of? Um, hmm. No, like all I think about is the church thing that we've experienced. But, um, oh my goodness, I'm so bad at this. I've forgotten my brother has a partner in Australia. Oh, where is she from? I've forgotten, but her tradition that I was part of, uh, her family tradition is where they would bake bread on New Year's Day and share that bread, and they would put a gold coin in that bread. And if you just happen to bite into your piece of bread and it had the gold coin in there, it would just mean um, good luck for you. And the time that I, um, I partook in it, that was me. I got you got the gold, the gold coin. That's the one. And I did have a good year. That was, I think that was 20, 2012. 2012, yeah. And I did have a good year that year. That's pretty cool. Um, so you got a gold coin, a good New Year's, and you also became richer. Yes, I did. But one thing that did happen that was bad that year was that I got my wallet stolen and that um, coin was taken from me. Oh, did you ever find your wallet? No, no, it was stolen. Like someone physically broke into my car and took it. Oh, no. It's unfortunate. Yeah. Um, what's one of the traditions that we've read that you would like to participate in the most? Yes, so I'm keen to do the 12 grape one and I'm going to go buy myself some yellow undies so yeah, I can I think- be rich. I think it might be the same. I also would like to do the Columbia one, but my block is big. 
<laughs> so, like and because part of my block would be walking down Rickerton Road. So I don't know, people might be jumping past like, why is this guy carrying suitcases down Rickerton Road? You know, like down a busy road. Um, I definitely like to take partake of that one and yeah, the 12 groups one. But um my oh maybe mandarins or something, but grapes are always fine. Because which which country did just the the fruits, whatever fruits? It was yeah, probably, uh, Spain in uh Philippines. Yeah, I think I would go with mandarins there. I, I reckon I could down like 12 mandarins easy. I love mandarins. Yeah. Mandarins are the bombs, bombs geese. So that is some extra New Year's traditions that you could try. Um yeah, we're looking forward to the new year. We're looking at less than six hours to go to bring in 2022. Mm. We'll catch you back after this. Is someone in your family suffering from diabetes, heart disease, or respiratory illness? Contact our nurses at Tangata Atumotu Trust and we will arrange for in-home support. Call us on 0800 Bus Speaker. That's 0800 727-434 or contact us through our website tat.org.nz that's tat.org.nz Welcome back everyone as I was saying um, that was cool to go through different traditions of New Year's across the country across the world um, but Sam I was just saying before before we were coming back on, on the air that we should share a new year's resolution which is a tradition around the world as well um what's yours for next year or one of them for next year um one of my new year's resolutions is to uh learn how to make a cocktail per month a new cocktail cool yeah so uh, i i believe that everyone should know how to make uh like at least three or four cocktails but uh, if you learn to make, if I learn to make one per month, uh, I'll be able to whoop that out at parties or, you know, say, oh, look what I can make. I reckon that'll be quite interesting. And uh, living it at one per month, uh, I reckon it be easy to attain. Cool. Uh, for me, I'm going to be sharing on Facebook every 22nd of each month going into 2022, I'll be sharing uh, something creative. So if you don't know my theatre and film I have a theatre and film degree from Canterbury University and mm. I've just, I've really used that talent. <laughs> so every yeah. month of next year, I'll be sharing a story or script that I'll be writing and I'd like people to feed back on that. So that's what I'll be doing every 22nd of every month of for 2022. I'll be sharing that. But um, Sam and I would like to thank our uh, crew for, our Plains FM crew, our Tangata Atomotu Trust crew for uh, the year that has been 2021 we'd like to thank you our listeners for tuning in as well um this is all for you thank you so much for joining us this year what what a what a weird year uh, and we're so glad to be celebrating the coming of 2022 this will be our last show until february so we will be back in february taking the month of january off the dose is still coming uh, on monday so please do tune in for that as the last dose until february as well because we are on vacation, Sam and I. So mm-hmm. hopefully in that time we go overseas. No, we're not going overseas. But we will be traveling and spending time with friends and family. 
but seven like happy new year welcome 2022 that was polyhood proudly sponsored by tangata atumotu trust to find out more about us call 03 377 2016 or find us online at tat.org.nz.